you're gonna get your feet wet with a standard pickup. Find the suspect and then test him. See if he's a deado. And then look at the ankles on that girl. <laughs> That's what you're into, ankles. That's what does it for you? In my day, women, they dress very conservatively. Mm, that makes you way less creepy. What exactly was your day? 1800, buddy. I'm what we used to call a lawman. Marshal Roycephus Pulsiver. Roycephus? It's considered a very sexy name at the time. Sounds like an STD. Would you care to drive? I didn't get a peek at your wife's ankles. Not one more word about her. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. This week we are discussing Robert Schwinska's total waste of a deep talent pool of actors on a script that was written on poorly recycled toilet paper. It's 2013's R.I.P.D. May it never, ever, ever rise again. Oh my God, please, yes. This should be buried in a landfill and forgotten First off, we weren't even certain if this should qualify as sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, it was a question on whether it would qualify as sci-fi, and it's kind of—I don't know. I'm still I'm not kind of on the fence it. on that. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it—it it had some. If we were going to make this qualify as sci-fi, then I know a good movie we could do that fits right in with this, and that's *The Frighteners* with Michael J. Fox. That was a decent show. That was that was good, but I would consider the the frighteners horror. I mean, as so, I would think this flatliners, I would consider sci-fi. They were they were doing some scientific type stuff. They were pushing the ele- the envelope of medical science. Well, I would consider that kind of a sci-fi okay. horror film. Then then one that you might want to consider is one that I believe is still available on Netflix called The Lazarus Effect. Yes, I would consider that sci-fi horror as well. So that, we need to probably get both of those on the list. That is good. And we well, this one was a big enough fucking goose egg. We got room. We got this <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Yes, we do. And I want but an apology for- about Green Lantern. Somewhere on this so- broadcast. This oh, I never saw the big deal. I thought I thought Green Lantern was a decent film. It wasn't the best, but it was okay. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But this oh ryan 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 yeah he needed a car payment or something yeah um but first uh let's go over some sci-fi news what do you got nothing 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 well i got shit i'll do some looking on the fly and you you talk All right, so you must have missed that this past week was uh, Battlestar Galactica's 40th birthday. No, I didn't miss that. You didn't? You just decided uh, not to report on it? Not really, yeah. Just, eh. Not a big deal to you? You're uh, a huge Battlestar Gal- Galactica uh, I've, I've heard of the show. Really? I've heard of it. It's pretty obscure, so... 
that that's where like in that that's that's the what what was that that's like captain captain skywalker and his warp fister or something like that something no, like no, that no 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 he fisted the sister now i got it right okay something i think there's there, there's a show weren't they fighting toasters or was it just Cuisinarts? <laughs> well yeah kitchen aids right so load me up let's hear about it what was the 40th anniversary like well, I mean that's that's the news. It's it's forty years old. Uh, forty that's years old. I figured I figured somebody as as fanboyish as you are on Battlestar Galactica, you would know all about it. Well, I knew it was coming up. There have been some people talking about it. There's a couple of cons that were going to make a big issue on it, but most of the people that everybody would want to see is dead. There's there's <laughs> not a whole lot of them alive anymore. Lauren Green dead, Baltar dead, Apollo dead. <laughs> yeah, but Starbucks still alive. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't really affiliate himself much with the Battlestar anymore. Oh, is he too busy with the A team cons? Pretty much. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just not not that big into it. I think you can find, you know, Hi, this is the this is I'm the owner of the great granddaughter of the chimp that was in the Daggett's outfit. <laughs> you know, here's a half-eaten banana as an autograph. I mean, it's it's really getting kind of thin. <laughs> That's um, funny. But the uh, no, I I was aware that it was out, but I just didn't think it was worth reporting. I was like, oh yeah, 40 years ago, really great show came out, and they killed it after a year and a half. So, yeah, that's about all. That's all I got on that. What about you? Uh, so my next news item, uh, Aaron Paul uh, seems to be on the cast list for Westworld Season 3 as a cast regular, not just kind of a guest star appearance. Uh, he's he's going to be a regular feature on, on the third season. So super excited about that because... Westworld is is one of those series that I think is has gotten better with with time. So the the first season definitely laid a foundation. The second season was really good and expanded on that world. I thought that it was a little bit shaky about halfway through, but it 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 finished nicely. So looking forward to the to see where they go with the storyline now that they're off of the well. So um, spoilers in case you haven't seen. Uh, season two of Westworld, um, they uh, they make it off the island. So, <laughs> you started Westworld yet? No, it's on the list, so uh, it might be a random point uh, pick. Well, then I'll jump right on it. What? <laughs> Till then. Uh, my last news item for the day is Henry Cavill maybe might not possibly be Superman in the upcoming films? Well, I mean, he is getting a little bit older, and the, the kind of physical work workout you got to do to fit into those suits. Oh, whatever. Hugh Jackman is much older than he is, and he did and it. And Hugh Jackman said he was friggin' done. Well, yeah, but he did it for, what, 15 years? Yeah. And Henry He's Cavill sore. was... <laughs> Henry Cavill is still, you know, quite young. He's what, early thirties, maybe mid thirties no, at the no most. No idea. No idea. Well, why don't you look that up? 
Oh, for the love of Pete. Henry, you know, I'm going to get, this is going to be on my search history, images for Henry Cavill. I That's don't know not that the I worst thing those. on your search history. Shh. Nice. Be nice. Henry Cavill. God, he's a baby. He's only six foot one, and he was born May 5th, 1983. Oh, my he's God. He's 35. younger than... <laughs> He's younger than No Neck. He's a baby. Can you believe it? Yeah, you're going to have to let the Don know that he's getting up there. <laughs> oh, my God. The Donna Meister Rooney. That yeah, so that, that puts God. him in early 30s. Has he gotten his neck back? Nope, not yet. Christ on a crutch, man. Pretty Maybe sure. Maybe that's why they say the once mail. a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah. They keep a piece sure. of you in a vault. Pretty sure that got lost in shipping whenever he got discharged. Probably contraband. <sighs> Somebody smuggling in a vertebra. <laughs> we don't have these in the core. We don't have vertebra. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of no necks, are uh, you ready for the pod crawl? I thought that was a pretty good segue. What about you? Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that was a segue. <laughs> that was a, oh, can you even use the word segue? That was more like a blunt. Hey, by the way, smack. <laughs> There's a fly on your eye. Ugh, got it. That's okay. Detached retinas are in now. It's a beautiful thing. Crawl me, baby. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. A not funny Deadpool narrates as the blob runs, jumps, and hangs while Wyatt Earp and not funny, not cancerous Wade Wilson chase after. We head back in time to the halcyon days before I watch this movie. Wilson plants a tree in Aztec gold. His wife assaults him and runs away and Wilson heads to work where he reveals he's a creep. The Boston PD get a hot tip and Dodge gets a hot product placement. Wilson lone wolves his way up to the roof and his partner Footloose pays off the obvious foreshadowing from five minutes earlier. A giant sky butthole pulls Wilson up to heaven's colon and he's given a job interview. So maybe he went to hell. In heaven they don't need no stinking bridges. Roy, a man of his time who is obviously not able to change or evolve in the hundred or more years he's been dead, takes Wilson on a magical toilet ride. Wilson gets everyone's secret fantasy of attending his own funeral and is disappointed in the turnout. Wilson runs to his wife who of course doesn't see him as him because he looks like James Hong. Wyatt is a supermodel, because of course he is. The brothers don't care mice off take their tactical Chinese food to hunt down one of the souls hiding out on the mortal coil and sneezing all over the walls. The secret to revealing dead guys are questions involving random ethnicities, religious holidays and spicy foods, much like how your drunk uncle talks during Thanksgiving dinner. Wyatt rides Wilson down, literally, and they catch the perp. They rock the perp's nuts with his own arm and he pukes up Aztec gold. They return to base and Wyatt has a fight with his boss because they apparently had a thing going and he's both literally and figuratively butthurt. Wyatt takes Wilson to one of his informants to ask about the Aztec gold, and just like a dirty Red Sox fan, he lies and said he doesn't know anything. Which is probably true, because he's a Red Sox fan, but he's also a dirty lying Red Sox fan. 
Go Yankees. Dirty Red Sox fan leads them to Wilson's former partner and a tail sequence ensues which leads to Wilson's house. Footloose finds Wilson's gold and heads to the train station to hang out and people watch. Dead Elvis takes the Aztec gold and is put on ice by Wilson and Wyatt. And that brings us back to the present where Dead Elvis turns into Mary Lou Fat Bastard and Wyatt tries more butt stuff. With the help of an express elevator to the roof, Wyatt and Wilson retrieve the gold while Fat Bastard Elvis escapes. Thanks to the cock-up, Eternal Affairs sends down the movie explainer saying they are chasing pieces of the staff of Jericho which dumps all the dead peeps from heaven back to earth. Oh, and they are being fired effective tomorrow. And erased. Also erased. Since he's going to die anyway, Wilson dresses up as an old Chinese man and freaks his wife the fuck out. Wilson and Wyatt have a superficial heart-to-heart and reason out that Footloose is actually a dead guy who masked his deadness with a charm bracelet. But it's not just a charm bracelet, it's a home renovation miracle. They book Footloose, but of course it's all a trap, as the day us X freeze grenade, the bad guys get the rest of the Aztec gold and escape back to the mortal realm and start assembling the staff. Which isn't really a staff. It's an obelisk. Cue unnecessary quick draw shootout. Footloose kidnaps Wilson's wife and shows his true colors. He stabs the wife and her blood juices up the artifact as heaven begins vomiting souls. Wilson gets his ass continually kicked as Wyatt finally drops heavy equipment on the obelisk. The wife has a near-death experience, gets to say goodbye to Wilson and Wyatt's boss does something called Billy Goating to him. Don't ask. Wyatt gives Wilson his new Ginger Girl Scout identity paperwork and roll Oh My God Jeff Bridges is singing credits. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, if uh, yeah, I didn't if you get made it minutes. to the if you made it to the credit scene after no after all I, of the uh, I saw the girl get stabbed and just hit pause and then I thought why stop at pause <laughs> no so what you missed there um, let me uh, let me fill you in on what you missed because it wasn't a lot uh, so yeah. Ryan Reynolds' character gets his ass continually kicked by Kevin Bacon while uh, Jeff Bridges um, is trying to pull that that street sweeper that got lodged into the building at the beginning of the mm-hmm. of the whole you know sucking sucking shit up into heaven right uh, yeah. So that street sweeper got lodged in the building. He's trying to pull it down with uh, with this metal lasso that he fashioned up out of some uh, out of some cable, and eventually finally gets it pulled down on top of both him and that stupid obelisk that they keep calling a staff. Which I'm not sure what the writers were thinking because that's not a fucking staff. But anyways, <laughs> um, that effectively sends the uh, the diarrhea of souls into suck mode. So it sucks back all of the uh, souls that it spewed out. Uh, Jeff, or um, Ryan Reynolds' wife kind of dies, kind of doesn't. Uh, they have their, their heartfelt moment. Um, oh, this is after they, they both shot Kevin Bacon in a very anticlimactic way in the head. Um, Which side? <laughs> right, and uh, then that was it. You know what they, they, they needed? They, they started those... a they, they started a montage credit thing, and then after that montage credit, Jeff Bridges is singing through the uh, scrolled credits. 
what they needed when all those sphincters were popping out everywhere was a billboard getting like I could I just had this vision of like you know the paper on the billboard being ripped and pulled and just pulled off to the you know horizontally to one side or the other in one of those sphincters have it being a big banner for like Dyson vacuums <laughs> yeah no what, what what should have happened was this movie never should have gotten made it was it proves to me that I need to go fund me for myself come up you got with a, a really movie bad idea? story idea and say hey it's going to cost at least this many millions of dollars to make. If you give me a third of it, I won't make it. So I was kind of looking forward to this movie because I'd seen commercials for it on FX for like the past six months. They've been playing it off and on on FX for, you know, half a year. And I keep seeing commercials and it was it's been on a lot, but I never watched it because I knew it was on the list. We'd get to it eventually and I never really just had the urge to sit down and, and watch it. I wanted to see it without commercials, you know. And then I started up. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sitting in front of my computer. It's it's playing that first scene, the first fucking scene of the movie. And Fat You're Elvis... questioning the entire thing. Yeah, Fat Elvis is running out of that freezer, and the CGI is just fucking awful for a movie... In 2013. And I'm going, oh, shit. I mean, that that instantly just painted the entire fucking movie. It looked and, about the same quality as the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it just... It it didn't get better. The, the writing sucked. It was inconsistent. There was... There was no real motivation for any of the characters to do really any of this shit that they did. Right. Um, well, there were a couple of, I mean, some of the lines were funny. It had a few good one line. I liked that part where, I mean, it was real cheesy, but I liked that part where they were about to step out into the street and Bridges said, I invented this shit. That was believable for his character. I liked that. It was, but the whole, th the whole reason he said that line was bullshit. There were but, two, yeah. There were two bad guys behind that car, one with a fucking minigun full of spirit bullets. And they were about to jump out and shoot at him. And he's standing out there like he's in the middle of fucking Dodge about right. to quick draw. Why wouldn't they just be ready with aim or with their weapons aimed? So whenever the bad guys pop, because out, the best name they could possibly give those things was Dettos. <laughs> yeah. Deados. What kind of deep thought had to go into that? That sounds like a fucking holiday edition of SpaghettiOs. Sounds like something my kids would have eaten. Dude, like Campbell's, years or, ago. or not Campbell's, but uh, what, what? it's uh, not Chef Boyardee. It's not Campbell's. Who makes those? Um, oh, shit. That's a good question. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, Franco-American. Franco-American, yeah. Franco-American owes you some fucking money. They should do that. That shit would fucking sell. <laughs> yeah, they should. Deados. Yes. The holiday treat. But no, I mean... It's oh, 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 oh! And they can come up with another one. And they can... They, <laughs> they can get a picture of Tupac on there and they can call it soul food. 
Oh, that's awful. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Sorry. And, and oh, what was it, the whole fucking reason of burying the gold under an orange tree? If he had uh, any intentions of putting honestly, that gold Honestly, I up, think... I think he had no intentions of bringing the gold up. I honestly think he just needed an excuse for a hole. He wanted to keep an eye on it, make sure nobody else would get it. And his wife wanted an orange tree. And so he was able to find a small orange tree that already had fully ripened fruit on it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean... yeah, because if he ever, ever wanted to dig up that fucking gold again, you know, to he was going to sit on it for, you know, several years until it was, you know, cool enough to fence or whatever. Yeah, trying to dig years. that mother, trying to dig that shit out from underneath a fucking orange tree that's 10 years older. Yeah, it would have been impossible. He would have dug up half his fucking yard. Right. But no, it's just. There were a couple of cute scenes. Um, some of the lines I thought were a little funny. There was some character development that needed to be developed. Imagine there was me saying no, that. There was no character That's development. what I'm saying. There needed to be some character development. They alluded to a few things. But and coming from you, that is, that yeah. is wow. Yeah. That says a lot. Some character development. But... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 not getting any of those minutes back. Yeah. That's 133 minutes that I will never see again. But it just goes to show you that if you know a guy, anything can be put on the big screen. And it it had such good actors in it. I mean, it oh, was I know. such a deep talent pool that they just fucking squandered on this shit ass script. I mean, I I cringed every time Jeff Bridges was on the fucking screen. I am very, very glad that I saw the reboot of Rooster Cogburn. Yeah, because he can before actually... Before I saw this. Yes. If I'd seen this, I would have avoided the reboot altogether because that reboot was masterful. Yeah. But this, he was just a fucking caricature of a caricature of someone... Yeah. Old West Civil War soldier. I mean, it was. Oh my God! It was so awful. I guess the first thing we can take from this is do not avoid any of the films that these actors have been in since, or in the past, because they're all very capable actors. Well, so this was this was done during a period when Ryan Reynolds was not as prolific and didn't have the box office flair that he has now. So it was during a time where, um, well, let's see what, what all he was filming around 2000. I know that, uh, the green lantern was one of them. And I will say that the green lantern is better than this movie. So, I would Thank rather you. watch I would rather watch the Green Lantern than watch this shit. No problem there. There was one that I saw Ryan Reynolds in. It was one of those rom-coms. Uh, 
where he was like, he used to be a fat guy and he got thin and he was wanting to get with the girl that was his best friend or something. That was a cute show. As I recall, it was like a Christmassy show. And that was back around this period as well. Hmm. I don't remember that one. I don't think I've seen that one. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. I want to say it was him and Reese Witherspoon. Okay. So around this time... So he's a good actor is what I'm trying to get at. He is a good actor, and I think he's gotten better as has time gone. I think he's a better actor now than he was back during this time. Well, and sure. in this I mean, in know, this practice. fucking movie, I swear to God, he just he was on Valium the entire time because Wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah, he would have to be. But yeah, he he it was such a flat performance from him. It's it's one of the worst performances I've ever seen him do. And so oddly enough, he's he was in three movies, four movies, no, three movies this year, or the year that this came out. He was in Turbo, which he was the the lead voice role in that movie. It was a pretty okay. good movie. I liked Turbo, but it, it's not a movie that you would say, oh, yeah, I remember Turbo. It was, oh, yeah, I remember Turbo. So it was a good movie, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking. Uh, it was mediocre in terms of, you know, being a Disney movie. So he was also in Is the Is that cruise. the one with the red race car? No, Turbo. Um, Turbo's the one about the dog. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, Turbo, um, I'm thinking Bolt. Uh, Turbo is the one with the snail. Ah, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, the one you're thinking of is Cars, and that is a really good Uh, one. Okay. So Turbo's the one with the snail. And it was okay. And so I was wrong. That is not a Disney movie. That's a DreamWorks movie. Um, So that was actually pretty good for a DreamWorks movie. Uh, he was also in the Crudes. Um, I haven't seen the Crudes, so I don't know. Oh my God, that was a DreamWorks movie too. What did he have? The, the Crudes money was awesome. Was it? I got a kick out of the Crudes. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's cute. It's cute. You um, definitely get a really good look at the difference between Neolithic and Paleolithic man. <laughs> it's kind of a family-friendly version of uh, Year One, but animated. Nice. nice. But before that, he was in like, uh, well, Green Lantern in 2011. Um, he was in Change Up in 2011. I don't remember that one. Oh, I do remember that one. That's the one where he kind of changes bodies with uh, Jason Bateman, and they live, like, absolutely awful or opposite lives. Jason Bateman's, like, this family guy with kids, and Ryan Reynolds is this uh, uh, this single guy who's getting laid every night, and they it's, it's your classic swap body movies. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Um, he was in X-Men Origins Wolverine in 2009. We all know how much uh, that kind of oh, sucked. Yes. Yeah. Um, which, 
fortunately, that was... I liked it up until they made Deadpool. Right. Well, I mean... Then I'm like, that's not Deadpool. Yeah, so their portrayal of Deadpool in that movie is what kind of motivated... It's the Kelvin Universe Deadpool. Right, it's what motivated Ryan Reynolds to push for an actual Deadpool movie that just changed... Change the the image of. Deadpool. I think I'm gonna have to watch Deadpool just to cleanse my palate. <laughs> just to remember that Ryan Reynolds is actually a good actor, yeah. But no, I mean the the new Deadpool is is so much better than their portrayal of Deadpool. And oh yeah, I like and the new Deadpool. It put comic book movies <laughs> in the realm of uh, you know rated R movies and, and actual you know. <laughs> dark and uh, gritty and uh, more adult focused movies so I think uh, I think it broke a lot of bounds Uh, let's see in 2008 he was in Chaos Theory I don't remember that one Um, so I mean he he didn't do a whole lot 2004 Blade Trinity he was okay in that movie that movie Mm -hmm. has suffered some some writing problems uh, definitely some pacing problems. Uh, he was in National Lampoon's Van Wilder. That was a pretty funny movie. He he did pretty good there. Um, but yeah, this was this was a down time for him, and I don't think R.I.P.D. really helped his career at all. Cause the next movie that he was in that I really remember was A Million Ways to Die in the West. He had an uncredited cameo. And that was a funny movie. But uh, the next movie that he was in that he really, really did, I mean, just extremely well, was Deadpool. So that was 2016. So he had a drought from, you know, Green Lantern to Deadpool of five years. Well, yeah, but we call it a drought. He made plenty of scratch. Yeah, you know, he did. I mean, he's doing he's doing much better now, and deservedly so. But even a bad movie is going to make some money. So, uh, not this one. This one lost money. No, but his his check cleared. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> he made money off of this. Yeah, movie. but this movie did not make money. This movie had a budget. Of $130 million? They put $130 million into this movie. Oh. And it made, both domestic and globally, $78.3 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. It barely Maybe it'll made... turn into one of those cult classics. Yeah, it barely made 50%. Yeah, if it was going to be a cult classic, it would have been by now. This movie is five years old. So this, uh, yeah, this movie. I'm still trying to get over the movies. I'm just stuck in my throat. No, I, I understand. I didn't sleep well last up. night after watching this movie. You slept? That's nice. Yeah, I did. I mean, it's... Benadryl? So along with Jeff Bridges, who is just a, a tremendous actor. I love Jeff Bridges to death. I mean... Actor, director, producer. Yeah, so... It's got Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is no slouch. I mean, he's no, been he's in not. everything. 
And he's been in everything for a reason. It's because he's a And good he's actor. only 26. He's only 26 years old. The bro. man doesn't fucking age. <laughs> he's got Dick Clark disease. I'm telling you. Um, it's got Mary Louise Parker. I mean, she's He's old enough to be my dad. Right. And he looks like he's in his like what, 40? Yeah. Would you would you say he's good at about 40, maybe 45? Yeah. 40 mid 40s, yeah. The guy's got to be 60. Yeah, I just Amazing. I don't I don't get how they could take as much talent as they had. I think they could have just gotten these actors and said, "Hey, ad lib some shit." Right. And it would have been even, better. Even the director has got some some credit behind him. Uh Robert Schwinski is the same director that uh directed Red. And I thought Red was a great movie. Really? Yeah. Bruce Willis Red? Yeah. What the hell happened? I don't know. That's a great movie. Yeah. He was he was the director of Red and that was a good movie. Now Red 2 that came out the the same year as RIPD wasn't quite as good, but it was still okay. But it was better than R.I.P.D. It was tons better than R.I.P.D. It was fucking <laughs> Citizen Kane compared to R.I.P.D. Oh, 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 easy there. Tom Cruise wasn't in it. <laughs> hey, easy. By the way, couldn't we do every single film Tom Cruise has ever been in since we're science fiction and he is a Scientologist? Uh, yeah. Oh, but wouldn't if we that do qualify? that... If we do that, then we got to do the John Travolta movies, and John Travolta was in that Scientology movie. You know the one Battlefield Earth. Oh, for fuck's sake, we're not. Oh, that. that will never. Man, be on the list. that was such a good book. No, it wasn't. It was such a good book compared to the movie. Well, I read that thing like twice. There's my a dog. Book. Oh, that movie was bad. Yeah, no, that book was not good. It was good when you're a preteen. No. I thought it was, it was awesome. Oh, my God. The thing was so long. So it was. long. And it just meandered. It did. But all I can tell you is back when I was a a young lad, fresh-eyed, down on my cheeks. It was it was a fun read. Down on your cheeks. <laughs> what does it mean to be down on your cheeks? Ah, uh, hey, I'm talking downy soft. Oh, <laughs> downy soft. <laughs> Glad you clarified. Peach fuzz. That. I didn't. I didn't. Peach fuzz. I wasn't sure you wanted to get reveal. that visual out I of was, your head. I wasn't sure you wanted to reveal what you were doing with your cheeks, but uh huh. Behave thyself, evil one. <laughs> no, um, really, I think we've thrown enough tomatoes at this this film. Are you sure? Because uh, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't recall. Anybody smoking or drinking, and I think it was the purple hippo unto itself. Oh come on! And so we can't you can't just cop out on the awards like that. Oh, I don't know if it's worth it. 
No, this this got some awards. So I gave my black lung to all of the erased souls throughout the movie because they went up in a puff of smoke. So, in fact, my black lung award is going to the meth lab at the very beginning because <laughs> it did go up in smoke. You're right. My God, that was a lot of fire, and I did think it was kind of cool how they froze everything and so, the tendrils of the of the fire and the smoke and all that was kind of neat. Yes, that that was actually a, a pretty cool scene whenever they showed uh, what happens when somebody dies in that, that, that slowdown of time as their soul does whatever transition that it's supposed to do. You're never really sure what the fuck was happening there, but that was actually a, a coolly shot scene. I wish they had done a little bit better on the graphics on that because you could definitely yeah. tell... There were some CGI artifacts in that that just didn't look good. The the cinematography of it, or the the uh, I guess the the shoot, how they shot it was really good. I, I loved the the concept. I don't think it was executed as well as as it probably could have been. Yeah, I'm with you there. So for my head lush, I gave it to Stan Nowicki. Now, Stan Nowicki, if, uh, if you don't remember, he was the first monster, the, de- the first Deddo that they went and interrogated. And I gave it to him because he chugged that milk gold like it was uh, some kind of gold schlager. <laughs> see what I did there? I see. Who's yours? And which award are we doing? <laughs> the head lush. Head lush. The head lush. Head lush. Head lush. God, I tell you, I just wasn't. Uh... <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on the gold thing. I, I couldn't understand why he wanted something in there to eat. I thought it was food in general at that point that made them become human again, but it was just the, the spice. It's, yeah, it's cumin. What the fuck is that about? And I thought you pronounced it coming anyway. No, that's that's something totally different. No, 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 I'm being serious. I'm not saying it honorary. I really thought it was pronounced coming, and everybody's saying cumin. I'm like, I thought I got corrected for calling it cumin. <laughs> no, it's cumin. In okay. Spanish, it's cumino. Cumino, right, right, yeah, okay, all right. Well, that's what it is in my, in my spice cabinet, because the one I got is from Mexico, but... Right. You can't have chili without it. Right. But um, no, uh, I'll agree with you on on the head lush. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. So we got the black lung, the head lush. Oh, I got the purple hippo though. Uh, who's your player first? Oh, player. Okay. Okay, I got your player award too. That opulent cop who decided to detowel himself in front of the boys. <laughs> That's the player award. Because he's got to have a T-Rex tail dragging behind him to do something like that. If you'll pardon the pun, that was a ballsy move. Very ballsy. Oh, that's funny. That's my player award. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. So my player award is uh, Roy's Avatar. Oh, well, yeah. That was, I kind of wish the avatars would have had a little bit more because... Yes, I would have really loved to have seen more of James Hong. So 
Funny story. James Hong is. I, I fell in love with him watching the old kung fu movies, and then his understated, amazing role in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I actually got to meet James Hong uh, back in. No way. Yeah, Yahweh. I yeah met with him, talked to him for about ten fifteen minutes. Uh, oh, what was it? it was, I think it was nineteen ninety nine at Acon Ten. Uh, I was so, going to say, kidnappings don't count, man. Right, right. <laughs> it's got to be voluntary. Um, uh, me and, uh, you remember, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to... Th- Are you wanting to throw names? Yeah, I'm wanting to throw a name, but... Was it, was it Math, Math Man? No, it wasn't Math Man. It was. Uh, was it Go to Russia Fence Man? No, it wasn't him. It was the. Uh, it was the bespectacled smoker. Um, bespectacled smoker. The one who died a couple years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he and I went down to. Uh, went down to Dallas to Acon Ten that year, and. Uh, we were at one of the the little soirees that they have, and James Hong came mm-hmm. in, and so we uh, we went up and talked to him, got his autograph on a on a bar napkin, and had a pretty good time. How, and he how went out tiny there. is he? He's not that tiny. I mean, he's 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 a normal. Five seven. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, probably about that. I mean, we were sitting, and then whenever we left, he went out on the dance floor and and kind of did his thing, and people were you know. Saying hi and, and he, socializing. He danced so. and you didn't stay. Well, I mean, so <laughs> there were a lot of people there. We didn't want to take up all of his time. He didn't know us. He was just being nice. We just For the five minutes he would have known you. <laughs> and so uh, we we went back up and because uh, we were there talking with other people, we were you know chatting, being social, things like that. That is so cool. Yeah, it was fun. That is so cool. I don't, I don't. I've never met anybody super famous. I met a few quasi-famous. Yeah, he was a he was a big draw that year. So he was very. Famous. Imagine. Um, purple hippo. Who's purple hippo? Oh well, the purple hippo award. I'm going to give that to uh, Ryan Reynolds when he was checking out that that initial rise up to the afterlife. Yep. That's mine too. He was I gave, seeing some bizarre stuff. I gave mine to Nick during his uh, during his ascent and then subsequent suck into the uh, interrogation room. See, I was half expecting something like you know, as he's going up, he says something to himself like "What the hell?" and then he suddenly stops going up and starts going down. <laughs> I take it back! I take it back! I'm sorry. So. Apparently this this whole thing was based off of a comic book, and I certainly hope Gee, the comic book was better than what this movie is portraying. Because yeah, this was not good. This this movie definitely had the taste of Men in Black in it, but oh yes, Men in Black was just so so much better. The comedy was better. The pacing was better. The 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 concept was, you know, very similar, but I think much better executed. So, ah, oh, I really wanted to like this movie. I really did. 
Man, now that you mentioned Men in Black, I am really getting a lot of parallels. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton wow, of parallels. I can't believe I didn't make the connection. Yeah, it's it's got a ton of parallels to Men in Black. Almost plagiarist <laughs> in a couple of areas. Wow. Even down to one of the stars singing in the credits. Oh, that's right, because Will Smith did the soundtrack yeah. for... <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All okay. Right. Let's let's get another one picked. Let's, let's get let's another one better. picked. Uh, are we going to do random again, or do we want to pick something off the list that we really want to see? I'm fine either way. Oh hell, let's we can't be bad this bad again. Let's let's do the numbers. <laughs> All right. Uh we've still got a hundred on the list, so you need to pick a number between two and one oh one. Ninety-three. Ninety-three. <laughs> Are you that's, sure we can't the be age as bad? I think, <laughs> that's that's the age I think I'm gonna make it to, so let's hear it. Ninety-three. All right. Oh, it, uh, it is a talkie. It's uh, there's so much for Metropolis. Mid eighties. Um, oh dear. <laughs> based off of a Stephen King novel. Oh dear. And we all know how well the movies in the mid eighties, based off Stephen King novels, were. So right. next week. We will be discussing the movie about a wrongly convicted man that must try to survive a public execution gauntlet staged as a game show. It is <laughs> 1987's The Running Man. We're back with Arnie. The Running Man. Hey, Richard Dawson alone will make this worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. About I've, five answers on the board, survey says. I've seen this movie several times, and it is bad, but it's campy bad. It's it's fun bad. It's fun bad. So, it's it's definitely not R.I.P.D. Oh my God, I want to just stop and die bad. Right. But oh, this will work. I can't. And believe we get to see Jesse the Body Ventura again. Again, I can't believe how many Arnold Schwarzenegger movies we've done in the last few episodes. It's the universe. It must be. Because, I mean, honestly, there's not that many Arnold Schwarzenegger movies on this list. But the you seem to be picking numbers with him on it. So I'm tapping into my inner vascularity. Yeah, your inner Austrian is touching you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> So this ought to be good. This will be all right. This will be, be good. All right. So is this going to be uh this going to be one of our drinking episodes? Are we going to plan on that? Oh yeah, let's do that. That'll work. So Absolutely, let's be, do that. This will be one of our fun drinking episodes. I'll have to go to the store and stock up. <laughs> I almost this all this last one almost became one of the drinking ones, but I decided not to waste the Jameson. Oh yeah, it would have been a waste on this movie. Need to go to go to one of them uh, big industrial uh, have a membership card thing and get that stuff that just says whiskey and black letters on a white label. <laughs> Generic whiskey. whiskey. It's got to be good. Yeah. Age two months. 
because because everybody knows that you don't want it to get too long in the tooth. That's right. They get it while it's fresh. <laughs> while it's young and spry. Made made by STP. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't talking Stone Temple. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcaster, and Blueberry. You can leave us feedback at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. I'm Jason. And this is Red Always Stay Frosty. (laughs) I see I. I see I.